Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast. I with me, Jonte Hall, the uh, first shortest Harlem Globe Trotter. Uh, uh, Jonte, how you doing? I'm doing good, Bubba. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And I'm great. Thank you so much. Thanks you. You know, thanks for uh, taking some time out to to jump on the podcast. Uh, you know, Jonte, can you get into a little bit about you know where you're from and your upbringing and eventually you first get like you know when you first start playing basketball. Um, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. Grew up in my color home projects. Uh, one of the dangerous neighborhoods, um, neighborhoods in Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. Um, received my first basketball at the age of six years old, and I took that ball everywhere I went. Uh, grocery stores, uh, grandma house, dribble up and down the, the street and stuff like that. Started playing organized basketball at the age of nine. And from there, man, I just knew that I wanted to play basketball. That's when I got introduced to basketball when I received my first one. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, can you touch on uh, for us, you know, your high school playing experience, uh, you know, then Mm -hmm. you play at the collegiate level, and then eventually how do you get the opportunity, uh, you know, to start playing uh, professionally? Um, Play all four years of high school. I went to a school called um, Carver High School in Baltimore City, West Baltimore. Um, First year, I was only 4'11", Bubba. I was like real real tiny. And, um, Played junior varsity my first year. Um, then I moved up to varsity the end of my freshman year, and I played all three years of varsity basketball, sophomore, 11th grade, 12th grade. And I wasn't recruited out of high school, man. I, I used to have to write colleges to come see me, to beg them, to beg them. I even boosted up my height, and nothing worked. So it was like, okay, I'm on my own. Nobody came to come, like it, nobody's coming to see me, so I have to do what I have to do. Um, then I walked on to uh, a community college in Baltimore County, CCBC, Catonsville. Played one year there. And then I had to, um, I don't like to use the term dropout, but I had to really drop out of school mm-hmm. and work a regular job and take care of my mother. So I had to put basketball on hold. But... Absolutely. And then, uh, you know, after that process, um, you know, you, I think you, you first started playing with the generals. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And then after that, you get the opportunity with the tryout of the Harlem Globetrotters. Take us through that experience, what that was like. Okay. So so I'm, I'm going to start after after college. So mm-hmm. after college, I had to work um, door nine to five. I had to put basketball on hold. And so when I got with the generals, I was maybe 26 years old. Mm-hmm. So prior to that, prior to joining the generals, I was trying out different um, minor leagues because I wanted to play professional basketball. So uh, my first tryout, Bubba, was the NBA G League, uh, Fayetteville Patriots. They no longer exist. They folded maybe a couple years ago. That was my first tryout. You know, out of 200 people, I was in the last 25 to still be there. Mm -hmm. So uh, make a long story short, man, right after that, it was just like tryouts, 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 tryouts. And it wasn't never my talent. It was I really got judged off my height. Right. So it was pretty much like, okay, you're too small. You're too small. So uh, one day I was like, man, you know what? I want to play basketball. So I, I emailed the Washington Generals, general manager, mm-hmm. um, and he gave me an opportunity, man. And so it wasn't like a, a big-time contract. It was it was pretty much, you know, it was, it was whatever, man. I was just blessed to, to be a part of, you know, um, playing professional basketball. So I got with the Generals. I was – 
play a year and a half for them. And I had guys from the Globetrotters tell me, man, you need to be a Globetrotter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get you a tryout. So I was just happy to be a general um, traveling. And, uh, again, I wasn't getting much money, but I was just happy to be a part of it. And the Globetrotters said, you know what, Jonte, we get you a tryout. And um, I came in with a guy named Paul Sturgis. They called him Tiny, and I was too tall. And he was seven foot eight, and I was five two. So it was like pretty much a little gimmick that they was they they were trying to do, and um, and the rest was history, man. Did eight years with the Globetrotters, year and a half with the Generals. Absolutely, uh, you know you you've had so many uh, you know high accolades and proud moments throughout your journey, uh, Jonte. You know from being the first shortest in Harlem Globetrotters history to to you've traveled every state in the United States. You've uh, you know, you've seen, uh, I think it's, you know, what's the number again? How many countries? Close to 60 countries, yep, if I'm yep, correct. There you go, bro. And, yep, uh, yep. you know, so, you, you know, you have uh, so much, uh, you know, so many proud moments, so much on your resume. If you could just choose one, though, what was your proudest moment throughout your journey with basketball? Um, that's a great question. Um, I'm going to say when, when I first, when I first um, signed with the Globetrotters, I received a phone call. And the guy said, one of the managers said, John, to have some bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, oh, okay, lay it on me. You know, so I, back then I was so used to bad news. So I was like, okay, go ahead, lay it on me. He said, you ready for it? I said, yeah, go ahead. So he said, you're no longer a Washington general. You're officially a world-famous Harlem Globetrotter. Wow. So that was pretty much my proudest moment. And um, when I started playing, Another proud moment was, uh, well, my proudest moment was recently, mm-hmm. maybe like a year, a year ago, two years ago, two years ago. I'm sorry. Um, this this young lady, um, was like she treated me bubble like I was Michael Jackson. It right. Was like, <laughs> she was she like I was her biggest fan, and she was like, oh my god, Jonte, I just and she started crying, man. So I gave her my headband, I gave her my wristband, and if I had a jersey, I was I was gonna give her a jersey. Right. So right there was was probably my pr- proudest moment as a as a Harlem Globetrotter. Absolutely. And and do you recall where that was? Uh no, I I don't. Right, I right. don't. I don't. Absolutely. But you know that that was a powerful moment uh to say the least. Yes. Um you know to take me through uh you know we all go through trials and tribulations uh through your journey. Where was a time where you just looked at a situation and you said, "Man, I can't get past this." Like it's just no prevail. There's no, there's no release. There's, there's no getting past it. And how were you able to get past that, Jonte? Um, I had a moment uh, before I became uh, a general. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, everybody go through like um, depression, mm-hmm. um, stress. So I think that was really my one of my stressful moments uh, when I couldn't make it. Man, it was just like. Why, like, why can't I play professional basketball? Like, what's holding me back? And I was going through uh, the depression mode because it wasn't happening. And so my thing is, back then, I mean, my thing was and still is perseverance. You know, you got to have that. Like, you got to be determined. And I think we all get tested by the universe. Uh, We all get tested like, okay, I'm going to put you in this situation. I'm going to see how you handle it. If you handle it good, I'm gonna give you the next um um the next thing I have for you. Right. Um your ultimate goal. So we all get tested to see how we gonna um treat our ultimate goal. Absolutely. And I, I mean I think we just have to be patient. Like we all gonna like 
I know to all the listeners out there mm-hmm. that's that's going to listen to this podcast, yes, they may they may they may be at a job where they don't want to be, and they 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 know they have too much education, too much talent to be there. But we all go do pit stops. Maybe you there for a reason. Maybe you there to inspire somebody else. Maybe you there just to you know just to appreciate it instead of then uh, wanting just wanting want, wanting something that you're not ready for yet. Absolutely, very well said on that, uh, Jonte. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. And um, we touched about your proudest moments. You know, with the Globe Trotters, what would you say were some of your favorite things to do? Like, what were your some of your favorite experiences of of getting to play with the Globe Trotters? Traveling, mm-hmm. brother, like uh, seeing the world. You know, my favorite country is Spain. Um, my favorite state, of course, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say two favorite states: New York and California, Los Angeles, California. And uh, traveling and just seeing the world, seeing different cultures, eating different food, and I think that was like my proudest moment um, with the Glow Trotters. And of course, inspiring the kids to never give up on their dreams. So. Yeah, absolutely. And you, and you touched on a key thing there. Uh, you know, the everybody knows the Globe Trotters for uh, just their experience that they put on the, the you know, the, it's an experience you don't even get from an NBA game. Uh, you know, it's 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 yes, the sir. ultimate fan experience. You, you guys are interacting. You guys are going into the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are, you know, going to the crowd and, and interacting with fans and doing these uh, amazing trick shots and you know, just uh, you're bringing people onto the court. You're you're inviting people to play in your games. You know, whatever it may be, you're just it's the complete experience. Where, like I said, you can't get that experience from any other uh, you know sporting event. You know, what what touch on that importance, uh, Jante, to you know that we remain humble in life and we inspire others and we we have acts of kindness. Um, uh, that's one thing that I learned mm-hmm. being a glow trotter, uh, being an ambassador of goodwill. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the opportunity to uh, go to different children's hospitals around the world because um, everybody needs inspiration. Mm-hmm. And uh, being able to do that, um, that's, that that was another um, great opportunity that the Glow Trotters gave me. And uh, we we uh, travel to schools, uh, talk about bullying because a lot of bullying is going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So uh, there are things right there that set us apart from different professional other professional leagues because we we give we give a lot like far as like not we not just playing the game we just uh doing a lot of stuff like again traveling to hospitals um going to schools and stuff like that yeah absolutely and uh you know uh we touched on uh you know like you you touched on their bullying uh we'll go off topic for a moment Jante and we'll get back into things uh Recently, I was named an ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying. What is your strong message across this podcast, Jonte, against bullying? Um, so right now, uh, I'm like all the listeners, I'm no longer a glow trotter. <laughs> so I have my own uh, program um, that I do. Um, I go to schools. I'm going to schools myself. So how I feel about bullying, like when I first talk about it, I tell the kids, uh, look, t- look to your left, look to your right. What do you see? <laughs> You know, you, you they say, well, I see a kid. Okay. Okay. We are, well, y'all are kids. Don't we have the same eyes? You guys have uh, fingers. Uh, and so, and I said, well, what does that mean? And they say, well, we're the same. And I said, well, that that's why nobody in here should be bullying nobody because we all the same, no matter your size. We all come in different shapes and sizes. Right. 
So that's the only difference between us. I don't look at skin color. I don't teach, you know, um, I don't, I don't discriminate right. about skin color. We all the same, you know, so that's, that's, I start with that with my bullying. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the bottom line, most importantly, we all have had, we all have hearts. Right. So, and then I get into bullying. Um, I say, take action, um, by walking away, um, telling the teacher, you know, uh, being brave just by, you know, again, stepping up to the bullying, I mean, to the bully and, and, and ignoring it and just tell, again, telling the teacher and, and, and telling the older sibling and please show compassion, you know? So that's what I do. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate your strong message on that, Jonte. No problem. The things here. Uh, what was, uh, you know, somebody that would describe you, uh, you know, ask yourself, who, who is Jonte tall? Uh, to, who is Jonte too tall hall? How would you describe yourself okay. if you were asked? Um, I'm small but mm-hmm. mighty. Um, I'm compassionate. I love, I have a big heart. And I don't, I don't care if you're a stranger. I'm going I'm to I'm talk to you. I'm going to inspire you. And I'm going to love you. So, Jonte, um, not so small, because Tutal was my glow trotter name. So, yes, Jonte, not so small hall is, is love. Absolutely. And, um, you know, what, what was the mindset, you know, where you say you know, playing with the globe, decade experience, and, and you, you know, you said the right time. The, the, this, the youth needs me. The communities need me. I need to start, um, you know, using my voice, my platforming. And, and not that you weren't already, but where you say where I, I would be willing to sacrifice basketball for the betterment of, of a youth. And, and, you know, that was a, a powerful thing. And you got to really admire that about you. Uh, what, what was your mindset to, to make that transition, Jonte? Oh, Bob, I appreciate that, man. Um, I've been feeling I've been feeling empty for the past two years. Like, OK, I say. I used to say, I used mm-hmm. to talk to myself like um, after every game, and I say, Jonte, okay, you accomplished everything that you were told you weren't going to never um, experience, accomplish. Right. And I say, okay, now it's a million kids, youth that need that same motivation. And I say, well, you have nothing to prove. This is me talking to myself. I say, well, right. you had nothing to prove right right now. Like you, okay, you made history with an iconic world famous um team uh right first shortest in history you travel the world 57 countries all 50 states okay what else do you have to prove mm-hmm. and i said well nothing so now it's just time to give back so i took it amongst myself i didn't retire i just stepped away from the the uh the the you know i stepped down from the team cuz I, right. I wanted to travel i wanted to like touch on uh, my bullying go to schools and inspire these kids because we are losing a lot of our youth, you know, through bullying, mm-hmm. through the uh, social media uh, bullying, cyber bullying, um, physical bullying, verbal bullying. So um, I think it was time to like step away and say, you know what? Our youth need me. They need a positive influence. Somebody that, 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 that play professional, somebody that's similar to me. He's short, you know, everything. So they can relate to me. So it was that time, Bubba. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what is your strong encouragement to the youth? It could be a young lady, a young man out there that, hey, I want to be a globetrotter one day or I want to play professional sports. Instill uh, into them in this moment how hard you have to work, uh, the sacrifices you have to make. You know, what is your strong motivation to them? Um, 
So my, my strong um, advice to them is to like never give up <laughs> like, as far as like uh, stand tall, never give up because you're going to have a lot of challenges doing like along the way. Like you're going to have people telling you, oh, you shouldn't do it. Oh, I don't think you're good enough. Uh, uh, just, just stop, like focus on something else. Um, and I think that should be that motivation to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, you're going to have that, you're going to have the naysayers, I like to call them naysayers, and you can't focus on that. You got to believe in yourself, know who you are, and follow your heart, whatever you, you want to do. It don't necessarily have to be um, professional basketball. Like, you could be a lawyer, you could be a police officer, you could be a firefighter, you could be nurses, you could be doctors. So don't never let anybody... Um, Stay you wrong. Know who you are. Know what you're trying to do. Absolutely, I appreciate your strong message on that, Jonte. One thing we, we you, yes, sir. One thing we didn't get to touch on uh, that uh, you know, in doing my due diligence, uh, I see that uh, you were only one of two players in 20 years to ever make the transition from Generals to the mm-hmm. Globe Trotters. So that there uh, is is just powerful to say the very least. You know, it's. Uh, Thank you, bro. Yes, sir. That's you know, uh, you're you've, you're instilled in history. Uh, so. You know, getting back into things here, Jonte, uh, you know, you, you touched on your strong encouragement uh, to, to the youth. You touched on bullying. What is your message to the to the you know, the people that are growing up? Uh, you know, like you said, how you how you grew up, you, you, you know, the odds were against you. You're you're from uh, you, you know, you said, uh, you know, the, the, the projects, uh, you know, you're from uh, a city, Baltimore, uh, mm-hmm. and, and where a lot of people you, you would just think where their mindset is, you know, I'm, I'm from here. I can't make it out. I you know, I'm seeing too many things happening uh, with crime and, and you know, the, the poverty level is low. Strong encouragement to those people specifically that it, there is hope that, you know, if you can do it, anyone can do it. Um, my hope is, well, my <laughs> message is um, don't get caught up in what you <clears throat> see. And I know it's, I know it's, I know it's hard right. because that's all you see. That's all you can see in the, in, in, in the projects, right. you know, you see, you see, um, you know, drug transactions, you know, you have friends that's trying to pull you in where they at as far as like selling drugs, doing drugs. And, and so it's so easy to get caught up in the peer pressure. And, but you have to be strong again. Like I said, you have to know what you want and you have to be mentally tough. Cause it start with the mental. Yeah, absolutely. It start with the mental and yeah, start with the mental. Um, so try to dig deep, know who you are, know what you want to do. And, and, just strive for it. I mean, a lot of kids that's in the inner cities don't have parents, don't have siblings. So it's hard, you know, so I think they should count on their teachers, you know, or, or you know, if they have like uh, friends that's, 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 that's in, that's doing good, you know, try to, try to um, have good positive friends because they're going to need that. They don't have somebody <clears throat> to look up to. So they're going to have to dig outside and say, okay, um, um, Bubba's doing right. great, you know, so I want to follow Bubba, you know, or, or Jonte's doing great. I want to follow Jonte. So again, you got to know who you are and don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, to take us through like, uh, what a day in the life of a globetrotter looks like from, you know, whether it be practices to travel, kind of like experience in the point of view of, of a player. Um, Typical glow trotter day. Okay. So sometimes, Bubba, we travel so much as far as uh, it could be 
we might we might have a game in Vegas, and right after the game, we drive to Utah. Um, so it's pretty much a lot of traveling. Um, then we might have some uh, PR stuff. Um, then we might have uh, um, meetings, um, um, meet and greets. So the day of the life of a Globetrotter is like maybe out out of 24 hours is maybe like, I'm going to say 18 hours because you plan, traveling, sleep, wake up, do it again. So it's busy. So you take your basketball wherever you go. So, you know, my first year with the team, it was pretty much, um, oh, man, just have the basketball all day after practice, after the game, take it to my room. Because they teach perfectionists. So you have to be a profession. I mean, perfection at your craft. So you got to practice, practice, practice. Uh, you know, that was a strong message on just, you know, uh, what your what your day-to-day looked like uh, in the Globetrotter life and uh, mm-hmm. just how important the ceiling of work ethic is. Uh, you know, you have to really be obsessed with your craft to the point of, of you Absolutely. know, where – people are just looking at you like, you know, something's right with this young lady or this young man that they're completely obsessed with their dream. Like where, the, you know, like you said, your ball is with you at all times, your basketball. And, you know, that, that's really how it has to be. You know, I, I, I bring a lot of people on the podcast and, and they are always touching on, uh, you know, I'll ask them, how, how often do you recommend somebody work? They say uh, that as, as many hours in the day that you can put towards that working in your craft that you do it, you know, whether it be film study, whether it be dribbling a ball, whether it be uh, reading, researching, you know, doing the things that you, that you have to do mm-hmm. to fill that dream and bring it to fruition, that you would do it. You would be completely obsessed with that dream. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Hard work, pay off. And the Bill Globetrotter, um, everybody thinks it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. about tricks. tricks come, the tricks come last. So you have to be a great person. You have to uh, you have to be a great person, a great basketball player. Uh, you have to have uh, personality, and if you have the, all those, all of those, you could be a globetrotter, woman or man. That doesn't matter. Absolutely. What was uh, the experience like, if you can recall, the first time you seen somebody wearing your jersey in person? Like, what was that oh. experience like, Jante? Oh man, it was like, whew. I was like, wow, I, I really made it. You know, I really made it. And it was just like, I just kept looking at the little, the little person. Uh, I forgot if it was a mm-hmm. uh, young lady or, 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 or boy. But um, when I saw that, it was just like amazing. My heart was like pumping. And I said, I got to put on a good <laughs> show. So, and then when I put on a good show, when I looked up the let the next time, it was like, like 50 people wow. had my jersey. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. Man. And, you know, you touched on something so key and pivotal there, Jonte. You touched on you have to be a good person. Touch on the importance of that, that you have to have character. You have to have integrity, respect, uh, those those core attributes uh, above all above any other talent that you could possess. You have to have them most importantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when the Globetrotters, when, when they are mm-hmm. like recruiting or you trying out, they that's the that's what they look for. You know, OK, he could play bat. Well, anybody could play basketball. Right. So, okay, then they then they see, well, okay, let me see how his personality is, his character. And when they see that, it's like, okay, he got he have good character, he's a good basketball player. So then now let me see if he's a good entertainer. So all that all those things they keep, you know, they keep in mind. So if you don't have like two other things, you know, they won't they won't like mess with you. Absolutely. And uh you know, doing some research on you as well. I, I read that 
at the age of seven, you were you were literally cutting holes in milk cartons and nailing them to trees or yes. whatever you could could get. Uh, and you were shooting for hours. Talk about that. And just, uh, you know, somebody could have the excuse of, oh, I don't have a gym membership or, you know, I don't have a basketball court near me that I could, you know, easily access, you know, t- touch on that, that if there's a will, there's a way you got to you got to make a you got to make, a, you know, do with what you have. Absolutely. So yes, I, I, I've done that from um from the seven years old to like when I got to like thirteen, fourteen. Um so um being in the projects, you know, there wasn't a lot of uh basketball mm-hmm. courts. So and then if they have a basketball court, they don't they don't they didn't last that long. So I had, again I had to make make a way, make a way to be great, to help me be great. So I used to cut out the milk the milk carts. Um Either put in the clothesline or I nail it up to the tree, and it, like like you said, it's a if it's a will, you know, take it. If it's a way, take it. So sometimes we're not gonna always have what we want or what we dream about. We gotta do what's you know what's right there in front of us. Absolutely. And, and yeah, so my typical day was Bubba. Like okay, I wake up. I, so when it was a basketball court, I put up the crate play in a clothesline or on the tree. And then from there, I go to the mm-hmm. basketball court for a little bit, come back, play in the crate again, and then go back to the basketball court and call it the day. So I've done that all day, every day. Sunlight to sundown. I wanted to play basketball, so I knew practice, you know, practice will help you be perfect. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you – um you were stated or well, it was stated about you in, in an article. It says Jonte was very coachable. He listened and he played defense. Uh, the first two things there, uh, you know, obviously the third is, is, but being coachable and, and just being able to listen, to take con- constructive criticism, to be able to take uh, comments of, Hey, you know, you can strengthen this area or, Hey, you know, I see this, this play going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm guiding you. Like, you know, just being able to listen and be, coachable touch on that importance that's very important like players out there like basketball players football players baseball players um any athlete you know you have to be coachable um you are not well some players Mm -hmm. can be coaches on the court like point guards but your real coach that's coaching you that's coaching the team you have to be able to listen and 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 that's how you can make it also as a professional basketball player they're going to look at you if you're coachable. If you're not coachable, if you can't handle criticism, then they, they're not going to play you. You're going to sit on the bench or you're not going to make the team. So it's very important that you listen. You listen, listen, listen to your teammates. and also, Well, to your coaches first and then your teammates. You got to be able to handle, okay, I messed up. Well, John, Ted, you didn't do that right. You know, you have some players like whatever and keep doing it. But you got to be like, okay, coach say, John, Ted, you're messing up. Okay, coach, how can I fix it? Show me. Coaches love that. So it's very important that you have that you are coachable. That will take you a long way. Absolutely. We'll get back into uh, some some of the work you're doing as Jonte, not so small. Uh, you know, you're you're kind of known as as uh, you know the the kind of the lead front. You know, for for uh, you know like the anti bullying speaking and you know just really mm. you're getting your message out there and you're really inspiring a lot of youth and and just people in general. Uh, you know that uh, touch on that, that what are some things you want to see implemented, Jonte, you know, whether it be schools, recreation centers, uh, sports complexes, uh, what are some things that we just need to do better? Um, I just think we need to be, I need, I think we need to do better on listening mm-hmm. to our kids. 
because they could be crying for help. I just think we need to take more time and focus on the kids. You know, you never know what they're going through. Like again, they could be getting bullied. They could be. They could be getting. Uh, um, 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 they could be getting. Uh, Word I'm looking for. They could have household problems. Right. You know that mom's abuse, abusing them. Yeah, abuse. They could. They could be in a household where they're getting abused by their parents. So we have to listen when they tell us something or they're trying to get our attention. I think as adults, we need to be more uh, concerned about that. I think we need to take initiative and listen to the kids. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when you're doing these engagements and, you know, you may uh, bring a kid uh, onto the court when, you, you know, after you give a speech or before, uh, whatever mannerism it may be, and, you, you know, you may show them some tricks and, you know, as you're talking to them, you, you just see a smile light up. You know, when you, when, you, when you show them some tricks, when you give them that, that encouragement, you see just a, a smile that you've never seen before uh, of just so much joy uh, that you could only get in that moment. Touch a touch on that, Jonte. That how does that you know just make you feel and uh, just knowing that you know you 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 may be the only person that day to to cause that kid to have such an ecstatic smile. So, Bubba. So, this happened recently. This happened uh, last April mm-hmm. when I did like a um, upstate New York school tour. Mm-hmm. So this kid, you know, the kid was shy. Right. So his teacher came to me after my engagement, you know, when I, um, when I speak and stuff, I show tricks, like you right. said. So after, so after my engagement, his teacher came up to me and said, Jonte, guess what? Um, little, I forgot the kid mm-hmm. name. Let's, let's, just, let's just say little, little bill, little bill, um, said he got, he was getting bullied <laughs> and getting talked down on about, um, he better not play baseball. So he didn't want to play baseball due to the bullying. So after your, speech he wanted to play baseball again and bro that almost brought tears in my eyes i was like wow i could and this one this, this was really one of my first tours right. you know and i was like wow i could really see myself doing this all my life you know right there i inspired somebody you know not playing basketball again my, i don't speak just about basketball i speak on life itself and you could do anything you put your mind mm-hmm. to every sport if you want to play any sport so just to hear this kid, you know, say he want to play baseball because of me. Oh man, that that was like a joy that I oof, that I really never had before. Absolutely, and and it sounded like it brought chills upon you. <laughs> it yes, did, sir. bro. It did, man. It did. It did. And, and uh, you know that that was such a powerful, uh, you know, just moment. And uh, you know, you 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 were quoted with saying, "As long as you have, as long as your heart stands tall, you're not so small." You know, we see it time mm. and time again. The the Jonte Halls, the Nate Robinsons, the the Isaiah Thomases, where the the odds are against some people. You know, the, their whole journey they've heard, you you can't play, you're too small. And then you guys get into your craft. Not only do you get into it, but you excel. You get to the top. T- touch on that and uh you know that uh you know you you know the the lion is the king of the jungle um you know because it, it isn't the strong it, it isn't the biggest it isn't the the tallest like the giraffe it isn't the biggest like the elephant but it has heart it has the determination it has the hunger uh t- touch on that um you know just having heart yes yes it's very important that's why i put it in my in my mm-hmm. slogan and my quote because you know i'm short i'm only five two i'm, I'm shorter than nate Robinson and isaiah right. thomas so I, so growing up, I had to have heart. You know, I know I wasn't blessed with height, so I had to really, really put in the extra work that a typical player didn't put in. Like I had to go to the gym or stay in the gym. When everybody went home, 
and I had to practice myself and work on stuff that I could be exceptionally good at, like my jump shot, my quickness, mm-hmm. uh, 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 my agility, everything. So I had to work on everything and then come practice with the team. Oh man, I was just, I was just going hard because I had heart. I had heart, like hard work. So you can't teach heart. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta have that. Like you got, that's something, that's something that it comes with you. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta put in a word. You gotta put in a word. Yes, sir. And you, you were just, uh, it, it was, uh, it was kind of actually interesting there. You, you touched on something uh, before I even got a chance to elaborate on it. Uh, it was that, you know, talent only gets you so far, but having a big heart will get you yeah. even further in life. Touch on that. Uh, and, and, you know, me and you know what that means, but for the people that say, well, what do you mean? You know, you're, you're as talented as, as Mike or Kevin Durant or, or LeBron. Well, why, how could heart possibly get you further in life? Explain on that and how deep that message is. Because, um, like you, you, again, you might be afraid to, 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 to try out or, or to play or, or, or to go after what right. you dream of that that's, that's heart right there. Like you have the heart to say, you know what, forget what you say. I'm going to be a lawyer because I have enough education or I'm going to be a basketball player because I work hard at it. Um, so basically you just have to have uh heart confidence on what you want to do. In a- life. Absolutely. And you could be talented, like you could be talented, but afraid to fail. Like you could be, you could have so much talent, like the KDs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But if you, if you, if you be af- afraid to f- to fail, then you could kiss it goodbye because you don't have the absolutely. Heart. And and along your jur- journey, Jonte, you played along uh, either against or along some very 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 talented people. Who was who was one mm-hmm. person uh, above all others? You just said this person is unreal. Like where where they were just at the top of the list uh, of just amazing. Obviously, you played with so many, but if you if you just had one that stuck out, whether. You know, uh, whether it was with the Globetrotters, whether it was in college, high school, wh- whatever it may be, who was one person that you just said they they were just unreal? I'm gonna say Carmelo Anthony. Like we like we played uh, recreation basketball right. together, and I'm two years older than Carmelo Anthony, so he he played with us because again mm-hmm. he had the talent, but also guess what? He had heart to play with the older guys. So just watching them grow and grow and get better and better at basketball that kind of like set him apart. I like, wow, he could, he could really go far with this, with this sport. So, uh, yeah, that was one of, that was the like only guy growing up professional. That's a professional now that I saw talent before he knew. He had Absolutely. Talent. And, uh, you know, as we get ready to conclude here, uh, Jonte, it, you know, I'll pass things over to you in this moment. You can uh, touch on anything we didn't get to touch on that you wanted to discuss or any last words of encouragement for anyone who would be listening. Uh, you know, in, in this moment, I'll hand things over to you and you, and you go as, as you see fit in the direction that uh, you, you would like to go. Okay. Um, so um, I stopped mm-hmm. playing with the Globetrotters last year. Now I'm a motivational speaker. Uh, I'm a co-author. I have two books that's out. Um, one is called Spiritual Fitness Survivor. Um, it's 26 award-winning mm-hmm. authors. I'm a part of it. That I have one, um, Keep Smiling. Shift Happen. Shift Happens. So um, it's a Charm City edition of Baltimore local uh, entrepreneurs, like doctors, uh, everybody that's from the city of Baltimore um, that accomplish their dreams, their goals are in this book, this Keep Smiling book. And I'm eventually 
have another one with a worldwide Keep Smiling book. So uh, things are really um, re- things are really are on the up for me, you know, doing the motivational speaking, being an um, entrepreneur, being a co-author. So, uh, yes, that's what I'm doing now, guys. No longer a Harlem Globetrotter. Everybody asks me, are you still a Globetrotter? Are you still a Globetrotter? No. My heart is set on inspiring our youth, going out here and encouraging so uh, that's, absolutely, that's and uh, you know, lastly, um, can you touch on you know, uh, obviously you've played some games either in Baltimore or in the immediate area surrounding, uh, whether it could have been you know somewhere in the DMV or you know somewhere very close to Baltimore. On that, uh, when you would see you know your your family and and you would see you know all the people, whether it be mentors, coaches, they come out and support you. What did that mean to you, and what was that experience like, Jonte? Oh, it, it meant a lot, bro. Um, just by like having people. Oh, I got a phone call. I'm sorry. I got a no, no worries at all. Okay, so um, so just telling me um, you know, give up and come to see me play at a high level mm-hmm. meant, meant a lot to me. Like it was amazing, you know. And then see my my mom came to the game. Amazing. Absolutely. And, you know, again, I appreciate, uh, you know, your time today, um, all your efforts that you're doing in the community uh, of Baltimore, really all, all the communities that you're touching and, and states. And, uh, you know, you've already had a real wide uh, international impact and, and influence on so many. And, uh, you know, it's it's here's the thing with the Globetrotters that, you know, NBA, they just stay in the States and then, you know, they may go to China once, you know, out of the season or they may go, you know, to one country once or twice out of the season. But with the Globetrotters, you guys are pretty much in a constant state of traveling the real. So that's an experience that uh, you just don't even get to see at the NBA level where you're Absolutely. actually ha- having a personal interaction with these fans and these supporters and, you know, friends and, and, and you know, whatever it may be. So that's just, uh, you know, it's an experience, you know, that's out of this world. And that's why you guys are the real famous Harlem Globetrotters uh, for your experiences and the, the, the work that you put in and the, the efforts that you that you put in with the fans and uh, just the, the, you're the total package. And, uh, you know, it's just been an honor. You, you've inspired so many, not just in Baltimore, as I say, not just in Maryland, but all across the world. You, your impact is felt. And I know you will continue to uh, do your, your, your good doings on this earth. Thank you, bro. It means a lot to me, Bob. I appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And you take care and God bless you. Okay? Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.